Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome back to the Name is Podcast. This is Alicia. And this is Sierra. And we are here with episode eight. How you doing? How you feeling? I'm doing good, you know, basketball season full effect. Yeah. Just coaching. You're, you're doing the boys right now, right? Boys, yeah. Just had some drama. But. Yeah, you were, you were texting me before we started recording. You said you had to kick somebody so off the team. Someone got kicked off the team. You know, that's what happens when you walk around there, like you're better than everyone, and you purposely don't pass the people. Like, no, yeah, no. Dang. Yeah, but other trying than to that, be LeBron on the team, real quick. other than that, it's just work. About to be softball coach. Yeah. Listen, we gotta have another conversation about that because what do you know about softball, ma'am? Absolutely nothing. My girlfriend <laughs> knows about it. Absolutely nothing. So is Megan gonna be co-coach? I, I, I'm trying to get her as I wanted her as coach to begin with, you know, but the 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 stipulations and the background check needed to come in. Like at the end of last week, two weeks ago, oh, and I've already had I've already had mine. So like for her to get her clearances, it would have taken too long for them because season starts like the 18th. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Of March, like, I go from basketball, basketball, to softball. softball. Yeah. Let me find out. We don't have to do, like, a family game of softball or something. I mean... Megan's played, huh? She she was a catcher. She 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 pretty lethal out there. She's pretty lethal. <laughs> but anyways, yes, we are here with episode eight. Very ironically too, it's February eighth. So episode eight on February eighth. How you doing? How you feeling? <laughs> we wanna drop the socials right quick. Yeah, follow us on Facebook at official nameless podcast and follow us on Instagram at nameless underscore podcast underscore. I think we're still fighting for our four hundred. Yo, I'm telling you, I feel like we got mad. No, four hundred on Facebook. On Facebook, yes. yes. And on, on Instagram, Instagram people keep following and unfollowing. Yeah, we got beef. <laughs> 
got beef in the streets. You got beef, I got chicken. I was just about to say that. (laughs) Taking my lines out here. (laughs) But yeah, anyways, today we are doing an episode um, that I guess is near and dear to our heart, too. It's about music and what music means to you and, and... all things music. Yeah, we love music around here. Our family is very music oriented. 100%. RIP, RN2 Hundo. RN2 Hundo. That's our brother. Yeah. But um, yeah, he's really, him, my, our, our dad actually, he's the one that was really into like the music video game. Like he used to go yeah. around making music videos. So I think he's really the one that introduced us. To yeah, it's in the blood. It's. But yeah, we do have somebody on the line. Um, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself real quick to today's episode. What's going on, everybody? It's Sankos. Uh, I hope everybody uh, listening right now is having a wonderful day. Um, and I wanted to thank the hosts of this podcast for allowing me to come on and just, you know, tell some of my story. Thanks for that. I hope you're having a great day, too. Right, man. <laughs> thank you. I love the positivity right from the jump. Let's right, get it. Right. Yeah, but we do have him on today to go over some things that he has in the works right now. Um, so if you want to just let him know why you're on an episode talking about music, you know. Oh, absolutely. So I um, I got to do something really special this year and drop my first, you know, my debut single um, on the night of New Year's as the ball dropped. Uh, 12.01, I was on every streaming platform. So that was probably one of the biggest thrills of my life. Uh, and I have a beautiful EP in the works that is coming later this year. It's called Carved in Stone. Um, and then I will be following that with an album next year. So it's, uh, it's definitely great to have a lot of these projects in the works and, you know, have this creative outlet that I feel like if everyone had, the world would be a much better place. Absolutely. Well, say it louder for the people in the back. For real. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, that whole concept right there, what you just said is what you know our podcast is about, you know? talking about some things that may be difficult to talk about in the world, but some things that are actually positive too. And music is definitely Absolutely. one of those things. Right, right. Um, but you are from the Lehigh Valley area, correct? Oh, absolutely. I'm, I was born in New York, uh, but I pretty much grew up in uh, Easton. So that's the city I'll be repping uh, <laughs> from here on out. Yeah, what is Easton? The Rovers? Go yeah, Rovers. The Rovers. Yeah, well, the Rovers. They have, yep. they have Wilson, too, out there. That's like Wilson, Easton. Like, that's mad beef. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wilson is pretty much in Easton, so. Yeah. But no, what was it like growing up in this area? And, you know, what made you even start to get into music, you know? I think, uh, you know, we moved around a lot. My family, uh, my dad is a truck driver, so... Um, it just kind of came with the territory. Um, but when we finally settled down in Easton, um, and even before that, I just always had such a connection with music. Um, as, as far as back as I can remember, I, you know, remember rapping every lyric to my favorite songs and, you know, it was a thrill to learn new lyrics and then you find out what these lyrics mean and there's messages that get pushed. And I just think it's such an important concept that people are able to, you know, vibe with music. Um, So from a very young age, I definitely had this connection with music and more specifically rap. Um, I listened to a lot of, you know, the old school rap legends like Biggie and um, I like, oh yeah, Biggie, Biggie is one of my favorites. Like if you put on kick in the door, it's word for word. (laughs) Um, (laughs) For real. Um, But yeah, just, I mean, I want to, first give a shout out to Young Money like every one of them the big three like definitely I've taken so many notes from each of their career paths and I think you know they're just some of the greatest to ever do it so I've definitely had some great influences to look up to um, and that's kind of shaped you know my creative process something here for a fact right and music does help like I can say this for a fact if I'm even in a bad mood, let me throw my headphones in, put that music on, and, like, but not a lot of people know that, like, the lyrics that people are rapping or, like, singing to, there is a message behind it until you actually dive deep into, like, what they're actually right. talking about. But, yeah, I also did see that, like, music does help with depression, anxiety. Like, it helps with a lot of, like, mental aspects when it comes to a, a human, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think um, the power of music often gets overlooked because people don't realize how music can really transform someone's 
not only their day, but their mood, you know, their general outlook on life. And um, I'm forever grateful just to, you know, have had that connection since I was younger. And did anybody in your life, you know, besides, you know, the Biggie and, you know, all those, you know, rappers and stuff, anybody personally that you know that, like, um, led to your influence of wanting to be a musician and, you know, the lyrics you write, too? Like, tell us some stories. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, My sister, for one, uh, I actually have... Uh, a single on the uh, the EP that's coming out later this year um, that she's featured on. And um, I don't care if I get, you know, Drake and Wayne on a song, this feature will just always mean the most to me because it's such a such an important song and there's such an important message behind it. It's actually a ballad. Um, I mean, I'm not singing, I'm rapping, but she's singing and it's just, it's just this creative and beautiful moment that I cannot wait to share with the world. Um, besides her, uh, my parents definitely, um, they listen to a lot of the old school rap and, you know, it fell directly into my ears. And um, I've definitely taken a lot of notes from what I would consider the greats of hip hop. Well, yeah, I mean, see, I think that's the thing, though. I love that you have that moment with your sister and you guys can bond over music because that's where me and Sierra are at. You know, that's right. where we are at with right. You know, just or even even our grandpa, like we literally played bells for like 16 plus years. (laughs) Handbells. I don't know if you've ever heard of that man in church every Wednesday because our grandpa was a conductor. So, like, I love that music not only, you know, helps with like the messages behind it, but it brings people together, too. It does. Right. Right. So was there any, is there anyone else in your family that makes music? Obviously, you just said your sister's featured on a song and she's singing. But like, does she right. consistently make music, or are like you the one that's starting it within your family? Because obviously, we know everyone in your family likes music. Right. Um, we do have three singles together. Um, I probably shouldn't be revealing that right now, um, but we do have three singles together. Only one is on the EP. The other two are on the album. Um, and then my cousin Faith is just the most wonderful musician as well. Um, she hasn't officially released anything, but I know when she does, it's it's over for a lot of these pop girls. <laughs> um, but yeah, I have you know a few creatives around me, but I would say I'm the first to make that step and officially publish something and you know stand behind what I create and um, you know take it from there. As you should. Yeah, that's a trendsetter mentality, you know, like. Especially because did, you mentioned to us you have your own record label, right? Yes, yes. I did found Excess Legacy Records in 2019. Um, and I had, you know, a few ideas of people that, you know, I would sign and, you know, I was actively looking. Um, but I've taken a step back from signing other artists and I started, you know, putting more time and effort into my own career because, you know, once you feel like you have that gift, it's, it's just applying yourself from there on um and that's been you know the past two years of my life is just it's time to you know get this album written and it's time to start making the music uh because i have been writing songs for six years but uh this year was the first year that i actually published something felt that man i've been writing for years I've, I, right, have, right. I have a song that's actually finished like own it and everything I've just never published it I, I felt that though I need to take that step with you you, you have to you have, it's an amazing feeling I will never forget the night that I was able to look myself up on Apple Music and press play like I I, would, I get goosebumps just thinking about it because I have always just had that vision of like Apple Music or YouTube or Spotify X Ghost song name press play like it was just it's magic it really is so i recommend like drop it and i've heard your music it's fire so drop it (laughs) thank you like listen sierra i'll be telling you that all like 25 8 like get back in the stew please i know chef ramsey with the wrist up in here yup 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 yeah because like i like listen we only have heard 
that as a family and some certain people we've sent your music to or you've sent your music to but like every single time like we just it's like the first time listening to those songs and i feel like that is like a good gauge if it's a good song like if you listen to somebody you know or like your own song and you think it's fire <laughs> every single time you listen to it and it's like the first time that means something so i would imagine you have that same type of process because you did. I, I kind of want to put you on blast real quick, homie. But like you said, you wanted to tease a song, but it's not finished yet. So like, what? What is <laughs> right. your what is your process of when do you know a song's done in your eyes? So that's such a good question. I have this, and I don't even want to call it a single. I have this hit that I'm sitting on right now, Banger. <laughs> and I just know it's gonna go viral. It's done. Uh, it's mixed. It's mastered. It sounds great. But I just, I know there's something missing. I know there's something else I can add to it. Um, I have plans to go back in and really like see what else I can do. And I really wanted to share at least a snippet of it just because I know like it would do something. I just know it would. Um, but I, I just don't want to do it if it's not at the level that I see it being at for release. Um, but the, the process is, a long and difficult one. Um, as I had mentioned, you know, some of these songs I've been sitting on for six, seven years. And um, from the Notes app on my iPhone to the studio, to it getting mixed and mastered, to um, finally publishing it on a release platform is definitely a journey. And that single was almost at the end of that journey. But I decided that I think there's something else I can add to this and I want to make sure it's perfect for whenever people listen. So I did uh, set it back a few steps, unfortunately. I wouldn't say setting it back because it's like you want to make sure your art and what you're working so hard on is is to your standard. Right. You know, so it's like, do you you stop when you get the warm and fuzzies? Like, I don't know, man. Like when when your toes tingle, like, I don't know what happens. And the funny part is, is, this song, this single, was not intended to be released at all. It was a joke between me and my cousin, actually, the uh, the musician that I mentioned. Her name is Faith. Um, we were sitting in a car one day, just joking around. We threw some freestyle beats on, and I had spit this ridiculous line that ended up being the chorus to this just amazing, hilarious song. And it is a joke. Uh, to a certain extent but I think once people actually understand that I was just having fun and there's nothing wrong with that I think it will make for a really good moment that's what music's about though like you gotta have fun when you're saying your lines when you're coming up with your lines when you're in the studio any way that you record you have to have fun with it there's, right. there's no point in it then at that point like because if you're just doing it like oh hey hey yeah i'm in the studio <laughs> right and right why who, who wants that like i want some hype like yeah get me out my seat like let's go like joke or not like everyone has a song that they joke about. i i can tell you I, the trash <laughs> i have a song do you know the joe budden beat pump it up oh yeah yep all right bro i i made a diss track i'm, I'm putting myself out there it's called trailer trash R.I.P. My, my brother. It's about the girl that did it. I will send it to you privately. It's not released. I don't think I can ever release it at this point until anything is Please done. Send it to me. I will send it to and, you, bro. But and that's the beautiful thing about music is it's there for your best times and it's there for your worst times. Right. Like, and I had made some statements on social media recently about how this EP is more of just me having fun and really getting into my craft. But the album, I do address some people and I do address some situations. Call them out. And oh yeah, there there's like three or four tracks that are on this album track list right now that I know there's people hoping I never speak on these topics and I'm going to. <laughs> and it's it's definitely a feeling of gratification, but it's also a warning of I can use my craft to have fun, but I can also use my craft to get these points across. Right. Don't have people knocking on your door. Excuse me, sir. You say what? Who done did he want? <laughs> right, we right, right. <laughs> I, the, yeah. I, the IRS, the FBI going to be knocking. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. You say what to hell? <laughs> oh, no. Nah. No, but I, I do love that. And, you know, like, 
like going back to how music can like change your mood and stuff you know like right. just the other night we were in this house here i was going crazy to some 21 savage some offset and you know around. like i like a whole wide range and variety range see okay, what is right. a range? you're stroking out already stroke it's already. not even halfway through the episode if we can't our stroke listeners out. i'm sorry i have a stroke every episode I can't every talk episode it's okay it's all right yeah but um yeah the variety um and the the wide range. Wide, there you go. In genre. I'm not even going to say it with the Thank W you. and the R because I won't be You just made a new word, honestly. The range. Yeah, but I like, you know, I like musicals. I be listening to like some Hamilton sometimes, you know. Sometimes oh, absolutely. I There's, like some yeah. country. And sometimes yeah. I'm just trying to feel some hood and cuss somebody out. And that night <laughs> right. I was trying to cuss somebody out. So I was playing some offset, going crazy. My boyfriend and Sierra looking at me a little sus, but it's okay. But I got up there right. with you. You did. You were, you were getting it, girl. You were. But. <laughs> It changes your mood a lot. And I will say that, like, going back to our brother, like, some of his music, it's sad because it's like he was expressing what he was going through in those moments. Right. um, Right before he um, before he passed away. But like, there are also some that you can tell and feel that like he's in a good mood, you know. And right. some songs, it's like right. the beginning of it, he's pissed off. The, the second half, you could tell he just had a good day, but he's still gonna rap about doing da 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 da. But like, right. mental health is a is a huge problem right now in America, and music is a big is like the language of the world. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I think a lot of people don't realize how much they can connect with music. Like, mm-hmm. it's really a beautiful thing that there are communities built around music. I mean, you look at some of these, I mean, even on social media, if you look at some of these, um, like on Twitter, there's an independent artist group and, you know, there's a lot of shout outs happening on there. And I feel like people don't realize there are support groups out there that also revolve around music, you know? Uh, there's a lot of artists now like in the music industry that are independent artists and being an independent artist I think is honestly personally I feel is the best thing because you can drop whenever you want like right NBA Youngboy for example my man's got like 15 albums a year he is the craziest (laughs) independent artist that I've ever seen like he will drop an album every two months because he can yeah his grind is crazy he can he can drop a song every day he can He's an independent artist. And you know how much he's he's big. He's a big artist yeah, at the end of the day. he's getting all the money. And he, it's 100% his. Yeah. But, and you can be a big independent artist, but not a lot of people. The people are like, oh, independent artist. Like, you have to work hard. Put that work in. Yeah. Go Right, go put hard. that work in. Right, go And hard. take that reward. Right. Don't sign it away to some major label that is going to take your masters. Right. right. And you're publishing and... You know, you're getting in these deals that you're not proofreading with your own attorney. Right. And like every four years, you can drop an album. Like, there's people right. that have just come out with an album, and it's been six years. That's because they signed a contract, yeah. and they can't drop an album. It has to be every six. They've been sitting, like, just like you. You've sitting on songs for six, seven years. Right, they have, right. They're, they're a big celebrity in the music industry, and they have to sit on songs for six, seven years. Like, that's crazy right. to me. They're forced to, yeah. They have no, they have no will, and it's sad because I know there's times where I feel like, you know, vibing to this song, and it's not out yet, and I would love for it to be out, but you know, contracts and label agreements and things like that. Like, if that was preventing me, that would just, that would put a whole new perspective on my art. Like, I, you you mean to tell me I can't express how I'm feeling when I'm feeling it? Like. No. Right. And that's you did a smart thing making your own label. label. Because literally you are in charge of when you drop anything. When anyone drops anything. Oh yeah, absolutely. You are in charge of and I actually I know I don't know if you know who the artist LG is. Um he's from Allentown. Shout out. Shout out Izzy. Um that's my boy. Uh but he actually from what I knew before, he had started his own too. Um when he was like really when he was really big in it, it was like young and heartless music groups i think it was shoot me bro if i'm wrong i'm sorry uh but yeah. please don't shoot her please don't actually do that <laughs> um, but yeah that that's the 
the smartest thing I think any any artist or any person that's trying to like put themselves out there can do. Like either be an independent artist or start your own thing. Like yeah. get it out yourself. Yeah. Oh, right, and right. another example of somebody that's like mainstream Taylor Swift is going through that right now. Or she just got over it. Like all of yep. her albums, they owned it. She couldn't even do whatever she wanted with it. And then she just got them back. And that's why she's like re-releasing re-releasing yeah, albums yeah. now, which is crazy. Yeah, the me. music industry is not a joke. And that's why I take a lot of notes from people like Russ. I don't know if you guys oh, yes. know Russ. who Russ is. Yes. He actually quoted me on Twitter yesterday and I oh, lost yeah. it. Like, okay. I could not believe that he. I'm on his Twitter page. Like, what? Russ? I've been a fan for him for years. Yeah, Russ. And the, he, didn't he get that girl from TikTok to do a song? With yes. Him? Yeah, Caitlyn. Yep. Oh. I was actually, I seen her live in concert. I seen him front row in Radio City. And he's an amazing performer. He doesn't take breaks. He just like powers through and has the crowd. The energy when he performs is insane. And the notes that you can take from his career and the things he's, do, he's done right. is just it's out of this world well shout out russ yo i remember oh, when yeah. russ yeah. hit the stream and nobody knew no who russ knew. was and i was out there what right. they want what they want what they want what they want yo i love you this is the energy we need because every episode i be singing too like let's get yes, it <laughs> this is great it's nah, like why are you hitting the notes because i won't tell <laughs> Yeah. She yeah. always sing on the, any episode. <laughs> like, honestly, we've been three seasons. Every episode, if you go back, you'll always hear her hit some type of acapella. Yeah, but no, that, that was my jam from Russ. That's nah. crazy. Russ, yeah, Russ shout out Russ. So you should tweet him yeah. back the episode, see what he said. Right. <laughs> uh, you know what? I will. I'm going to say, Do Russ, I, we spoke about you on this podcast. <laughs> Right. Uh, please let us come to your next show. Hook us up. Yeah, hook us <laughs> up backstage. You feel me? Please. Right, right. <laughs> please. But yeah, no. So I do just want to go back to some things that are like are changing in some of the schools around here. Oh, don't even get me started on that. Because like, I feel like if you don't have a family or if you're not like, you know, actively around music being played, whether it's like somebody's in the kitchen making dinner, you know, you know, somebody in your family is an artist, musician, whatever the case right. may be. I think you're only... Um, exposure to music is in school at a young age and so many school programs are being cut yes and i don't understand why that's happening because it's like if music is so important yeah it's an outlet it's a positive outlet especially in some of these public schools in certain areas the cities especially like i i don't know if you guys know the two drummers i think they were from maryland um they went like viral on i want to say it might have been tiktok but they ended up going on america's got talent there were two drummers they used to sit on the train and literally just play the drums like people would pay them they ended up going big they started a whole music thing for Baltimore. i think it was in baltimore to be honest they, they opened like a whole thing it's like a, a gallery art gallery like a music thing you can go play sports oh, wow like, you can do all that yeah. i forgot what their names were but i think they're in baltimore maryland yeah, so just a quick statistic because we like this type of stuff Good for God. for for our episodes. But um, school programs with school, see, having a stroke already. Um, schools with music <laughs> programs have a significantly higher graduation rate than schools without. With the former, so schools with music programs have an average of ninety percent people graduating, and people that do not have music exposure in school, seventy three percent. So like a, wow. Yeah, so That's like, big... what are your thoughts on that? You know, what needs to change as far as getting music back in these schools with some of these kids? I think a big problem, especially in my area and something I would like to see in the Eastern Area School District, is they spend so much money on the sports and not enough money on music. I mean, I think it's a shame that music budgets are getting cut and, you know, kids are being told hey we don't have this instrument or you have to pay to use this instrument for the year when there are football teams that are fully funded and have no issues um you know building a new stadium like what just happened in my school district it's kind of a slap in the face to another outlet that a student may want to gravitate towards and it's just limiting options for so many people and it's just not right it's not, I don't know how they can do this. 
and then expand the budget for the sports and, you know, everything else, having new technology in the schools, but we're lacking in one of our most important departments, which is that creative outlet, that spark. That's that's marching bands are another thing. Like, when we went to high school, we went to Soccer Valley. Our yeah, marching our, band was huge. Our, yeah. I went to a game with my little brother. Remember when Thai was playing? Mm-hmm. There was nothing. Like there was probably yeah. like five, six people on on the field wow. marching. Like that was their marching band. Like, and not only that, the parades right. nowadays. Like some right. of these bands that were like huge. There was, there's there, like ten kids in it now, and that's the problem. Either like like Chris said, you had to pay for your instruments, or right. Yeah, you gotta pay for your instruments, or they just don't even have anything to give you. You know, like it's right, crazy right. to me. But yeah, I mean, so I would say I was in chorus. Shout out, shout out, Mr. Smith. R.I.P. Too. R.I.P. Uh, he was a teacher that did not play around. Like if you sang one measure wrong, he'd be like, "Nope," slapping the piano. <laughs> like y'all gotta do this again. And we're like, "Oh my god, I hate my life." But like he taught you a lot, and. I will say too, like chorus provided a lot of like opportunities for me. Like I went to Disney, Virginia Beach. Like we went on all these trips and stuff. And all these kids, they need that, you know. Especially some of these oh, public schools that have like limited resources, especially at home too. They may not be able to go on trips unless they're a part of music programs. And if schools are cutting, sorry. Right. I mean, I was in a right. I was in a musical in uh, seventh grade, I believe. Um, and I got to see Wicked on Broadway just for being in that musical. And it was, I'll never forget it. Like, it was the most amazing experience in my younger years. Like, just being in New York City with your classmates and going shopping and going to a diner and then, you know, catching Broadway show was just breathtaking. Like, it was a day in the city that, you know, my family couldn't afford at the time. It was, you know, graciously, you know, offered by the school. So... Um, shout out to, to that part of the program and I think it's also important that people realize that um, you can learn a lot just taking chorus and breath lab even if you're not a singer even if you're a rapper um, yeah I think it's important that people realize that um, you can learn a lot from chorus and voice lab um, even if you're not a singer, if you're a rapper, or if you have anything to do with music, mm-hmm. it teaches you breath support and, you know, how to breathe properly when you are singing or rapping. And I think that's a really important trait to have. 100%. Yo, we be doing karaoke all the time. Shout out my boyfriend. Love you, boo. <laughs> right. But he, like, he's confusing sometimes, like, the notes to tone. So, like, he's singing the wrong notes and saying, oh, no, it's not the right tone that I'm at. I'm like, no, you're not singing the right note, and you can <laughs> sing the note. He's like, oh, it's too hard for me. I'm like, no, if you breathe properly, you would be able right. to hit the note. So, yeah, I'd be That saying, diaphragm. Thank you. He was like, what? The what? diaphragm. He's like, you breathe through the diaphragm? I was like, yeah, the diaphragm is the muscle that controls your lungs. And when you get mm-hmm. the hiccups, that hook. That's, I hate that. That's hiccups. your diaphragm actually making the sound because it's out of sync with your lungs. Shout out Mr. Smith. Learned that from you too because he had his in course. <laughs> Don't even get me started on hiccups. You gave yourself there a hiccup you go, purposely. There you go. You gave him purposely? Oh. No, I was trying to explain the diaphragm that you have to breathe through your diaphragm and sing through that. That would be a music class. Yeah, see, that's, that's what he's talking about. If, if they ain't got breathing class in school, how you going to learn to breathe? You just right, should know right. how to breathe regardless. No, effectively breathe. <laughs> how about that? Effectively breathing? Is that a thing? Change the terminology. Because <laughs> you should just know how to breathe in general. You come out the womb. But how breathing. to breathe properly. Right. How to breathe properly. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> yes. No, but I, I 100% agree with you. Like, these schools need to do better. And, like, right. as parents, you know, I don't have any kids, but when I have kids, I'm going to make sure that, like, they need to go do a musical or two. Like, get on that stage. I mean, like, my two youngest, they're, they're in dance. So yeah. They, they either, if they're not dancing, they're singing. And they're singing the songs that I know. And shout out Earl. Shout out Earl and, and Mia, <laughs> my baby girls. Uh, but oh, her, her name's not Earl. Her name's actually. not Earl. It's actually Macy. <laughs> it's a long story. Yes. There's a story, there's a story behind why she's called Earl. But 
she she has two egos. Uh, but Macy, if if they if they're not asking for a song, they're literally just dancing to air. And I don't get it half the time. But when they do ask for a song, Mia, she'll sing "Talking to the Moon" by Bruno oh, Mars. On on there you Mia. go. That was a good song. Shout out Tusi, favorite song. They'll sing that. They're four and six. Like, come on now. Like, and it's it's because of me, but that's also I was I grew up listening to music. It's all, it all stems from the family aspect. Yeah, right. The, the household, yeah. Yeah, and we heard back in the day, our dad, he's from Harlem, but he lived in Easton, and I I generally think because. I sang Sierra raps. Our brother was a musician. Our sister also sings. She sings yeah. Shout so, out Nikki. Yeah, shout out Nikki. Shout um, out. But like our dad, apparently, my mom's current boyfriend, knew him back in the day. He would walk around Easton with a boombox on his shoulder. Oh, this Kenny just, coming. Just like bumping music loud. And everybody would be outside and they'd be like, oh, y'all hear that? And everybody would be like, yeah. It's like, it's Kenny. It's Kenny. He coming down the block with the boombox on his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So I think it's just like in our blood. It's, it comes, it comes from something. But that's the thing. Like, like I said, when we grew up, granted, Dad was oh, he was always on the move. This man's was in the strip club with Cardi B before Cardi B was Cardi B. <laughs> like he could tell you this. He could tell you this. He, I, I asked him. He did. They did the video for OT Genesis Coco. Like, our it's it's in our family. Like, and that's again where it all starts from. It's family origins. If. If it's in there, it's in there. Like, it's in your bloodstream. There's there's no getting around it. Yeah, I agree. Right, right. No, but, I mean, I think that's just another story real quick, just to show how, like, universal music is. I went to Germany when I was 16, and we were in a taxi. Actually, we were in a taxi. We were in our um, host family's car, and the radio was on, and it was like, dog good gotten. Like, I, okay, that, sorry, that was a really bad. <laughs> we have people in Germany. Das ist gut, y'all. But they're talking. I can't speak German, whatever. But the guy's like going on and on and on. And then all of a sudden he goes, Michael Jackson. And then like, Michael Jackson comes on. And it, it's in English. And you know, and I'm just like, what? Dude, honestly, and a lot of artists nowadays. I don't. I don't want to say if they fell off in the United States, but if they're not getting like the clout or like the fan base that they need in the United States, a lot of them go overseas. Like Ray Shimmer, like Sway Lee right. and all, Sway Lee and all them, they've been overseas. They only do overseas shows. Like uh, there's a lot of people that are now converting to. All right, I'm gonna go overseas because y'all support me over there. Y'all know my words over there. You don't want to know what I'm saying. But they know, they know. <laughs> they know English, Sierra. A lot, a lot. America's the only country that does not make somebody learn a second language so they, mandatory. Every, every, every country. Right. Yes. Every country. They have went, to learn English. When I went to Germany, host family, 10 years old. She was so, learning English, brought down her English book. Some guy knew four languages. Chinese. Wow. They know English. Yes. No, so that's what I'm saying. Like every country other than the United yes, States. Yes, ma'am. Why are we built and like this? That's another episode. We I think, talk about that. right. <laughs> I think it's so important as well. I think a lot of these artists make it their mission to kind of grow outside of the United States once they once they feel like they've conquered the United States. Because um, if you look back, there's a lot of artists that you know one of their big achievements is getting played on the radio in a foreign country or booking a massive show in a foreign country and i think that's a good thing like i think the more music spreads um the better you know absolutely man like i just wait who is it david hasselhoff like he is so popular in germany and stuff like that it's insane really yeah, he is. And um, JoJo, I don't know if you remember JoJo. Uh, the singer? The singer yeah, JoJo. the 90s singer, yeah. Yeah, she, I yeah. think, is, she's big in Europe, too, more so than she is in America. And she's another story of getting um, done dirty by her record label. Yes. There's a lot of artists that have. Yeah. We did talk about this in one of the episodes, you know, like mental health with artists and stuff. Yes. In the industry. Right. In, in the industry overall, like, how it affects, and, like, how we say, like, Honestly, and that's another reason why I don't like big record labels. Like, you, they can say it all they want. Someone getting sacrificed within the person. Yes. How do you Someone feel about that? That's a great question. Sacrificed. Yeah, Chris. How, uh, Sankos. Yeah, how do you feel about that? It is very, 
it's very interesting when and I mean I don't want to speak ill on any people that have passed but it's very interesting that there's a lot of people that blow up and you know they lose a family member or something happens like that um, it's really weird that it's happened to so many stars and then there's also like conspiracies about like the 27 club and a lot of stars oh, don't make it past wait, 27 what's the 27 club I've never heard that before oh you've never heard about that no. it's, yeah the 27 club is like a, a, a lot of artists actually that haven't made it past 27 um, they just, you know, met their fate in that year. I think like Juice World is one of them, and there's a few other big name celebrities that just unfortunately didn't make it past 27. And there's just a lot of weird, shady things about the music industry, and that's why I've made it a mission to stay as far away from it as possible and align myself with people like Russ and you know, really try to get that independent movement going because it is so important that people have the freedom to create what they want to create when they want to create it. True. So, Alicia and I, we always, at some point, somehow, in our episodes, bring up Kanye West. Yes, I just thought of him. Too. So, <laughs> you I'm said gonna, Kanye West. Kanye, we, we always we bring him up. We bring him he's up. He's invited to the he's cookout. Invited, sometimes, no, sometimes he's invited to the cookout. Sometimes, my man right. is oh, not. Lord. But I do have a question. So, when he first got into the industry, what are your thoughts on how? Car he crash. had his car crash. You got his his mom. his mom. Like everything happened back to back to back with him. And now look at Kanye as an artist. Right, right. I mean, there's definitely some weird coincidences about you know his car crash, and then he released uh, through the wire, um, and that you know kind of helped kickstart his creative journey. Um, there's definitely a lot of weird coincidences I think that happen in the music industry and I haven't been able to fully say like oh it's this or it's that but it's definitely something that I'm keeping an eye on and um, you know just to protect myself moving forward yeah I mean and Migos let's talk about Migos uh, take, take, take off. off right take off yeah, like, didn't you say right. Sierra used in their music video? The, oh, yeah. So, have you ever seen the music video Messy with him and Quavo? Take off and Quavo. Have, I it, have not. Okay, so after this, I'm going to need you to go watch it. So, <laughs> okay. I don't know if you know the song. It's called Messy. Um, and in that song, they are literally talking about um, Offset. Because that's at the time when Migos decided to split up. But right. in the song, at one point, Quavo has a contract sitting in front of him with a gun next to it. Sorry, explicit. But with a, a, a weapon next to it. And at that point, it's quote-unquote a dream. Because if you watch the beginning of the music video, uh, Take Off wakes up and is like, yo, I just had the craziest dream or whatever. And then it goes into the dream. Like I said, right, watch right. it when you get off of here. But to me, that looks like out of nowhere, two weeks later, three weeks later, take off a shot at a public event and just left there, like in front of yeah, Quavo. That's like, like Quavo definitely was raises found. some questions. Right. It, it it makes literally when I watched the video, I was like, no, that doesn't seem right. Like how how out of nowhere that he he's gone. Like did he sacrifice himself for Migos to get out of their contract? Like you know what I mean. Right, yeah, it's very it's very sinister. I think a lot of artists are gravitating towards that sinister music video um, style. And, I mean, even if you look at, like, Doja Cat, like, I, I struggle yes. I struggle to watch some of her videos now because I'm like, what is she doing? This is, uh, you know, this is a little more dark than I was expecting. Like, the song, does, it, sometimes the song doesn't even sound dark, and she's, you know stabbing eyeballs with pens or something and it's like what is going on here um but i i just haven't been able to decipher like a message from a lot of her new music videos um whereas you know some of these artists will put out a music video that has a completely different message from the song and it's up to the viewer to kind of interpret what they're trying to say 
Yeah. Did you did you see the the Grammys? Because um, Jay Z kind of spoke on on what you just said right there, like getting the yes, accolades did, and yeah. stuff, and people that are like actually genuinely, I guess you can say maybe true musicians, like great at their craft. Right. They're being snubbed and stuff, and it's like they're going with all these other people that their message is like, what the what heck is? Can I can I just say that? Oh, this is going to get me canceled. SZA should have won Best Album of the Year, hands down. Um, I agree. I still, <laughs> I'm still listening to Snooze. Come on now. Like, <laughs> I, I can't lie. Right. Like, it's just sometimes the industry, a lot of these accolades are just bought and paid for. It's, you know, the highest bidder. What label wants to come in and make their star look more uh, official and acclaimed than the other ones? And, you know, unfortunately, certain labels are willing to shell out those you know, probably millions of dollars to get those artists these awards and, you know, make history, even though it's not genuine. Right. Yeah, and I honestly, I just lost my thought because I was like, so you're so eloquently spoken, dude, <laughs> like for real. I just, <laughs> I just like zoned in and then I had a thought and then now it's gone. Um, I have a thought though. I think yeah, you, more, you, more, circle back. more and more art, like you just said, Jay-Z, he just went on the Grammys. Kanye West did it a couple years ago. He exposed, he's, and more and more of these big celebrity artists that have been around since we were kids, we were younger, since the 90s, 80s, whatever you want to call it, they are now starting to expose the real industry more and more at a time. Like, it only took one person to start it. Now, Jay-Z, out of all people, like, he doesn't say much. And for him to go on the Grammys, they now, haven't even been to the Grammys. That's what in I'm years. saying. Yeah. He doesn't say much. He felt in. All right, nah, that I've seen too much. Like, no, we it needs yeah. to be said. And like I said, it only took one person. It started with Kanye, again. So I remember now because it's piggybacking off of what you said. So, and also what you said, uh, Santos, too. Um, the fact that, like, do you think, like, okay, Taylor Swift, she's won the most albums of the year. Do you think right. that the reason why a lot of these artists are getting the accolades is because they are like there to um, influence society? You know, like uh, Taylor Swift call it off Chiefs. Illuminati. Yeah, Taylor Swift and the Chiefs. Yeah, three point eight two million dollars in the past month that she's, she's made them? the NFL. Hundred percent. Kidding me? Right. So I think right. sometimes it also like like going back to Kanye. Like you know, it's like. Some things they he he even said you you can say Jesus in my studio other right. studios you can't say Jesus so if that's the case who are you praying to to ask for your 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 stardom your fame um a lot to, get, to right. get there like why are you out of all people like the main person you know what I mean like it just it's there's a lot of shady stuff going on behind the right, scenes right right and it, it's just it's honestly scary to me like yes, why. Yeah, and I think um, I think that what you just said plays a huge part. Like studios saying that you can't say Jesus in their studio. Are you trying to have your studio push an agenda? Then, like, what what are you doing to our society? I think is the important question that we need to be asking. Um, and that's why you know a lot of these artists, unfortunately, don't make it past year two. Is they're not willing to keep pushing that agenda and they don't get the support from their labels and then you know their budget starts getting cut and um, I don't know if you guys have ever read into auditing your label um, but there's a few artists that you know signed major went big had a hit song or two um, and years later down the line they audit their own label and find out that their label's been hiding millions of dollars from them that was their own money Yeah. Um, and I think it's it's all a power game and you only let them get you as much as you let them, you know, you have to be persistent and stand on what you stand on and keep it moving. You know, I don't think the way forward is to necessarily expose the industry, but I do think that there are some things that definitely need to be shed light on in order for the labels to maintain their credibility. Yeah, and, and sometimes it's it's like they don't have any because, right, you know, a lot... Don't. Taylor Swift, she just came out and, and told everybody what happened with her, JoJo, saying, you know, like, and Kanye, right. all these people, like, I think that's what the problem is. I think nowadays they're, like, scared. The record labels are scared because they know that they're being exposed 
and not only that the recording academies like all these things that are like hollywood you know like like up there up there like they're just all doing some weird stuff do you have taylor swift's jet private jet is being followed yeah because she's going to the super bowl and it's like a big deal a cease and desist it's a college student it's the same it's a college student that always tracked i think he's the same one that might have tracked elon musk honestly um but he's now tracking taylor swift but again the industry so some her going oh yeah her going big as big as she did real quick only because she's dating one of the Kelsey brothers from the NFL. Okay, wait. Let me let you gotta put some respect on her name though, because she was big before she, she even started dating she him. Was but I, she fell off, right? No, she was on tour when she when she. No, started. she she's always kind of maintained her relevance in the industry. I Thank mean, you. Um, <laughs> you didn't really and see I think, much until she went on tour, though. I think her start was the shadiest part to me. Um, I did hear, and this is all allegedly, I don't want to get sued. Um, I did hear that uh, her father had, you know, a significant role in her success uh, financially. And, um, you know, he had connections and whatnot. Um, but from there on, I'm pretty sure it's been all organic. And she's been able to do amazing things. Like, I won't take away from her artistry. Um, she's definitely not my favorite artist. Um, but. You know, I think, you know, definitely some of these awards have been, you know, paid for. Um, I think it's it's common that happens in the industry. It's a common thing. Um, And I think artists should just start to own that or, you know, only start praising themselves for getting the fan voted awards because those are the ones that really matter. You know, I mean, who is the Recording Academy? Like, yeah, they have their opinions on music, but... Is their opinion the general consensus, or is it just this niche group of people deciding what is good art and what isn't? You know, I think it's very subjective, and I think people put a little too much faith into these award shows. I haven't watched an award show in years. I also just wanted to be known that I'm not a Swifty. Okay, <laughs> I feel like I was just taking up way too hard for her. But like, I will. I just was trying to say she was on tour, selling shows out like no, no, before. I don't, I don't. But no, I. I oh, honestly, she sells out those tours. She yeah, but I think going back to what you just said that these artists need to be more straightforward, and then also going back to Doja Cat, her new song. She's like, I'd rather be famous instead. Like, and she says that like she sold her soul, and she's a demon. And, but she's like, it's right. okay because I'd rather be famous. It doesn't even matter. So like, I think a lot, of, freaking um, Lil Nas, mm-hmm. same thing. And the yeah. one person who I think they got to that I'm so upset about, okay. Sam Smith. I really think they got to. Ooh. Have you? Okay, Sam Smith is a completely different human than back I in Disney. Yeah, I don't like him after his money on my mind. Yeah. Like I'm not the only one. Like I don't. Have yeah, I can't Smith. lie. There, there were those Sam songs. Sam Smith songs that I would have regarded as classics. Right. Um, and then he came out with the, uh, you know, the little two-day bangers, the mommy don't know, daddy, daddy. <laughs> yeah, like, what you is know? that? And I think, right, and I think it's just not the way to longevity, but maybe right. he's pushing a message that he doesn't necessarily agree with anyway. Blink See. twice if you need help, Sam. <laughs> No, no you see, did not. I feel like you being too nice. We call it out on this show. Like, no, he, he on stage with some devil horns on so and I some platforms. Blink twice. Spandex leather. Blink twice. Leather. If you need help. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, we don't care if we're getting canceled. We won't get canceled. We won't. Because we speak in the truth. Right, right. But right. no, but yeah. Who cares? It's 2024. Voice your opinion. Period. Period. But no, um, yeah, I, it's just, it's insane to me. I don't, I don't know. But. The music industry alone, like I said, independent artists, make your own label. That's the best thing to personally do right now in this time. Right. In 2024, if, unless you want to sell your soul, sell, sell a, a family mate, whoever. <laughs> a family mate? A family mate. Oh, it's a family, family mate, oh no. A family mate. A family member. <laughs> it's a family mate, man. It's a family member, just in a different term. Oh my god, but no man, like, I don't know, I do just want to ask one other thing though about like your whole writing process, you know, do you, I know you said that with your sister and stuff, like that was kind of, or your cousin or whoever you said Faith was, um, that's that was kind of like a generic 
life type thing like Joke, it just right. happened yeah. you know but like do you like sit down and write about like things that have happened or like get your emotions out because i know sierra's more like if i'm mad i'm writing a song right now right <laughs> <laughs> right and and it definitely it changes for each song um there are songs where i'll just put a beat on and i'll vibe for two minutes straight and then you know it's in the books and then there's songs that i have to kind of carefully craft and you know take step by step and plan out what i want to say and how i want to say it um and that was definitely more of the feature with my sister um that song it just has the most deep meaning that i've ever put on a song and it's very vulnerable i would say um and we had to sit there and craft it like it wasn't something that happened in an hour or two hours time went by and we just kept working and i find that the payoff is more rewarding that way um when you really take the time to craft the song instead of just you know venting and kind of finishing a song in an hour or two um but yeah i usually just put the beat on and and start feeling you know, vibing to the music. And um, there's certain songs where that doesn't work and I have to, you know, put in that extra work to kind of craft it. But the payout is always great. And do you make your own beats? Or I do not. I do not. Um, right now I'm working on mostly like YouTube beats and beats that you can buy online. Um, but eventually I would love to start learning how to make my own beats because I feel like that just takes you up a notch as an artist um, especially a rapper because you can kind of dictate your flow a little bit better um, but I would love to before doing that lock in with a producer and you know have a whole project produced by one producer and you know make sure all of the bases are covered I'll be your producer oh <laughs> I'm joking. Sierra just rolled her eyes I'm at me. You know what? I'm gonna be sending text like, "Yo, where's that song at?" Yo, here, stop. Put some respect on my name. You know I be sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I said nothing. Okay, exactly. That's the problem. But no, I love that though because it's like you gotta just sometimes just sit with your thoughts. I, I write poetry, and it's the same way. You know, I just feel the urge to write something, and it just flows out of you. So like, that's a great right. creative and a great outlet too. Even if you don't even put it into a song, just like writing it down, getting your thoughts out on a piece of paper, you know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I know when we did that, um, that feature with my sister, we had sat down before we even picked a beat and said, listen, this is what we're going to talk about. And then everything came after. And it was such an incredible feeling to, you know, not stray from that topic. And she helped me with that a little bit because sometimes with rap, you want to cover as much ground as you can in one verse. And it's important sometimes to just take your time and, you know, get one point across in this song rather than trying to say 50 things in one verse. Right. Did you hear that, Sierra? What do you mean? I'm joking. I was about to say, what do you mean? She's just going to kill me because she hates when I comment <laughs> on her music when I do it anyways. Like, y'all need to link up because I swear it's like everything happens for a reason and I feel like this is the reason. Uh, hello. Oh, absolutely. Okay. I already sent some demos I'm, I'm over. Cooking, so. I'm cooking in the lab. <laughs> yeah. Y'all need to be not cooking. You need to be some frying some chicken up in there. Like, I just don't get hit with some Ooh. grease. Goodbye. There you go. <laughs> oh, no, I got some people that are getting hit with some grease on this album. <laughs> and I did want to say, I did want to say before we got off Sorry. that um, some people really need to be on their toes this year. Um, because... Yeah, I'm going to talk. I'm, I got that motor mouth, and he I'm going to say what I need to say. He coming for heads, you feel me? He's standing mm -hmm. on business. If business was him, he's standing on <laughs> Oh, yeah, I already said, like, I don't care if you looked at me wrong, posted something stupid on Facebook. You get hit with some bars. <laughs> you need to. You need to. Call him out. Call him out. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, but um, just to wrap it up, just give me, you know, a little 30 seconds of what of what you think of music again, you know, and what needs to be changed in the music industry and just overall, just overall. I think transparency is the most important thing. I think these labels really need to open up and stop hiding, you know, the facts of the music industry. What awards are bought and paid for? Um, how much are you paying to have these people on the radio? 
what are you doing to advance their career behind closed doors? I think there's a lot of important questions that we need to be asking going forward. Um, and I think, you know, we're getting there with more and more artists coming out and finally talking about it. Right. One last question I got for you, bro. If you can, what is the name of your album that will be coming out? Where can we find it? Right. Where are you going to be putting it? <laughs> See, or I where, haven't... Or, or where can they find you right now if you have any singles out? Oh, absolutely. I have a my single, Welcome, is out on every platform. Just type in X-S-A-N-D-O-S. Um, the EP, Carved in Stone, is coming later this year. And the album next year, I don't want to give the name away yet. Because um, that's going to be a, that'll be a special moment in and of itself. So. All right. All right. So we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that one. Then. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Another episode. Yeah. 100%, man. And, <laughs> and what's your socials? Where can they find you for, for your socials? Uh, X Sankos, uh, X S A N C O S on Instagram, on um, Facebook. Uh, Twitter is just S-A-N-C-O-S-10-1-0. Um, and Snapchat is just Xankos as well, in case anyone wants to add me on there. I do preview little snippets on there secretly okay. that I don't think many people have caught adrift yet. So. Oh, we're about to add you today. Right. How you doing? All right. <laughs> no, but we do want to thank you for being on today's right. episode. I love this conversation, and we definitely need to get you back on for episode right. another episode. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. And uh, CC, I can't wait to hear what you've been of cooking. Of course, bro. We, we in the lab with it. I got you. We go. We in the lab. Uh, if you are going to the lab, can I come with you? I just want to oh, sit absolutely, there. Absolutely, the absolutely. Okay. You're invited. Thank you. You didn't get the postcards? No. <laughs> I'm dead. All right, man. Well, we do appreciate you, though. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Uh, night, I'll talk to you guys soon. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. You want to drop them socials one more time? Yes, we are on Facebook, official Nameless Podcast. On Instagram, Nameless underscore podcast underscore. And I love today's episode. Season about to be wrapping up soon, too. And we got got more coming for y'all. Stay tuned. All right, well, this is Alicia. This is Sierra. And you're listening to the Nameless Podcast, and we will talk to you soon. Bye, guys. He's out. Hey, what's up? Leave the change hotline. We're closed right now. Leave a message, and I'll get back to you soon. Nameless? Hey, yo, is this Nameless Podcast? I heard y'all was being the change. Guess I missed y'all. I'll see y'all later.